Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hey folks, hold your horses. We're going to start the show in just one second. But first, I wanted to give you the latest news about Bill Press. Bill no longer does his progressive morning show on the radio, but that doesn't mean he's gone away. Don't panic. No way. He's out now with a great new podcast, The Bill Press Pod, dropped twice a week. Check out The Bill Press Pod for Bill's interviews with some of the country's leading progressives, plus his lively end-of-the-week roundtable with three of Washington's top political reporters commenting on the latest craziness from the White House, Congress, and the coronavirus pandemic. For years, Bill Press has been one of the leading progressive voices in the country, so I'm glad he's still out there on the left stronger than ever. I encourage you to join me by subscribing to Bill's new podcast. Just go to wherever you get your podcasts, search for The Bill Press Pod, click on subscribe, and you're in for a true progressive experience on the Bill Press Pod. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Mr. Thurman, let's, let's be honest. We've seen your people working for pennies making defective novelty items which at best don't work and don't provide hours of family fun and at worst are creating serious injury. So what are you saying? Saying that your boss, Mr. Lee, is in effect the Mr. Big of the pirate novelty business. No, he isn't. You're just saying that to get a higher rating on your TV show. Well, I wish I were, but... We saw your people making pirate Minkman schnozzes. I don't know what you're talking about. It's so funny that you say that. They don't make schnozzes. They make semiconductors for a very reputable computer company. What's wrong with that? Is there something wrong with that? Why, 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 why is that suddenly wrong to do? I don't understand that. Why are you pointing the finger at other people all the time? Why don't you point the finger at yourself? <laughs> This is an affidavit. I know that. Well, let me finish. This is an affidavit from a woman who's got severe nerve damage on her upper thighs from sitting on one of your defective whoopee cushions. Here, read it. I have read it. So why do I have to read it? Well, it does pertain to your company. I know that. Why wouldn't I know that? It's my company. I'm quite aware of that. (laughs) Is it me? It's him, right? Today's Rachel Maddow Show Award for Headline Excellence goes to Bob Seska. The Bob Seska Show. Nathan Thurm now advising the Trump administration. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, May 7, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 1,204 of the Trump crisis, 181 days until the 2020 presidential election, and oh my God, it's the goth ninja. David Ferguson, we call him T-Rex from the T-Rex Report podcast, uh, patreon.com slash T-Rex Report. Also, Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, from-the-bunker.com, everywhere you get your podcasts, and also at sexyliberal.com of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, loaded with all of its corporatist dems. (laughs) 
Goth Ninjas, hi. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Hi. Oh, go- oh, thank God. For a second there, I thought we, <laughs> you were we lost you. It was so quiet. So so uncharacteristically <laughs> quiet for the Goth Ninjas. <laughs> During the introduction. Very tab opening, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how are you both? This is uh, exciting. We're all going to war for the president's re-election, right? We're all being yeah, ordered sure. into battle. But before... What? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're warriors. Yeah. Didn't you hear? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Donald Trump's deploying the American people because he's... he's drafted. Right. Because he's bored and frustrated and impotent mm-hmm. in fighting mm-hmm. this pandemic. He doesn't know what the hell to do anymore. We're going to get to all of that in just a second. But I want to bring up this music. <laughs> music right there. It's so appropriate <laughs> because... Brad Parscale tweeted something today. It's so seldom that we hear from Brad Parscale, at least a big announcement. And so Brad Parscale, who is Donald Trump's campaign manager, started out four years ago selling T-shirts for Donald Trump online. That was his original job. He was in charge of merch sales and swag. And now, four years later, he's running the whole campaign. I can't imagine what could possibly go wrong having the merch guy <laughs> running the, the rest of the campaign. But but as you know, as we've talked about uh, recently, McKay Coppins wrote a whole piece for The Atlantic, I think it was, about uh, Donald Trump's quote-unquote death star in Roslyn, Virginia, where Brad Parscale and, I don't know, a thousand red hats are all in there busily working on ways to festoon Facebook with all kinds of agitprop and disinformation supporting the Trump campaign. And now Brad Parscale has officially announced the launch of of the Death Star. And it's getting all kinds of fun comments on Twitter. David, Mm -hmm. you're missing out on a Twitter feeding frenzy. Uh, Oh, boy. Brad Parscale. I'll never recover from this. (laughs) I'll never fall asleep tonight missing out on this Twitter frenzy. (laughs) You sound so upset. I know. Please restrain your enthusiasm, sir. Uh, (laughs) So he tweets out today. This is a a humdinger. But he uh, tweets out a gif of the Death Star firing its green lasers at Alderaan, presumably. And it says here, written by Brad Parscale, for nearly three years, we have been building a juggernaut campaign, and then in parentheses, Death Star, it's firing on all cylinders, data, digital, TV, political, surrogates, coalitions, etc. In a few days, we start pressing fire for the first time. And fire is in all caps. It kind of reads almost like a Trump tweet, doesn't it? I mean, with the parenthetical yeah. Death Star thing in there and just random words thrown in. It's kind of word salady. But he and says here that his candidate is a man sized trail of cat puke. <laughs> There we go. You never let me down, T-Rex. Um, oh, anytime. <laughs> uh, he said here, it's firing on all cylinders, referring to the Death Star. But then two sentences later, he goes, in a few days, we start pressing fire for the first time. So it either is firing on all cylinders now or it's going to be firing later. He's a little bit confused in terms of what he's actually doing with this alleged Death Star. But that's beside the point. The fact is that the metaphor... <laughs> Someone's going to shoot a photon torpedo up his butthole and turn him gay? <laughs> <laughs> we, could all, we could only be so lucky, right? I mean, that might improve things significantly if Donald Trump had a gay man running his campaign. I think that would oh, be... That would a... just make me lose all hope in humanity. <laughs> but, I mean, here's the thing. The Death Star nickname for this office space in Roslyn, Virginia, where Brad Parscale has his entire Russian-style disinformation campaign set up, the Death Star nickname was sarcastic and not intended to be a favorable nickname. It's not a compliment to call this place the Death Star for a number of reasons. First of all, the Death Star blows up entire planets, killing billions of people. So the metaphor really, I guess that kind of applies, doesn't it? Um, Well, it's like, come on, you assholes. You're not supposed to identify with that side on the Star Wars movies. Give me a break. You're not supposed to fantasize about working on the Death Star. Well, and as everyone, (laughs) including people like Bill Crystal are pointing out that the Death Star is blown up both times mm-hmm. in both times. Yes, mm-hmm. in A New Hope in the first Star Wars movie and then also in Return of the Jedi, the new Death Star is also blown up. <laughs> and then the Death Star that they duplicated for uh The Force Awakens, which is episode 7, mm-hmm. they blow up that one too. The this good- <laughs> fully operational battle station. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's a tarp. <laughs> um, 
That's right. It's a trap. It's a trap. Exactly. And so what? What? But the fact is that we all need to get ready. This is actually a thing that's happening. As much as we like to make fun of it, they are going to be polluting Facebook even more than it's already been polluted with all kinds of pro-Trump propaganda. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. about fake news. We're talking about memes that are misleading. We're talking about inaccurate information, lies, all the rest of it, mostly geared at if not entirely geared toward, uh, you know, making Joe Biden look like everything from a rapist to someone who's sundowning in the midst of all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, cognitive issues and so on. I mean, it's going to be a nightmare on Twitter. Well, speaking of Biden, Facebook. by the way, did you did you just realize that just dropped on Twitter that Megyn Kelly interviewed Tara Reid? Oh, really? When did that happen? On her for YouTube. Who? Does Megyn Kelly have a job? It's a YouTube thing. Um, uh, oh, it's for all fuck's sake. over the Twitter right now. Oh, man. Uh, and so, is this? I kind of like the whole thing about the presidency just expiring when we don't have an election. We just, yeah. like, yeah, let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, in fact, as we talked about that uh, yesterday with Charlie Pierce on the show, the Wednesday show, I had a great conversation with Charlie Pierce. Uh, those of you don't know Charlie. He's on the Stephanie Miller show. Uh, he's Esquire. Who's Charlie Pierce, Bob? I don't know who he is. <laughs> yes, that's right. The, <laughs> the guy who Jody relentlessly flirts with every Tuesday. Yeah, that's the. It's that guy. That guy. And uh, yeah, and he's like the Hunter S. Thompson of Esquire, or mm-hmm. or Hunter S. Thompson was the Charlie Pierce of Rolling Stone. I don't, you, I don't know how that equation <laughs> quite works out. But yeah, and, and Charlie had some thoughts about that yesterday in terms of what happens if someone tries to monkey around with the election. And the nearest I can come up with is 1864 as a more recent example where half the states didn't participate, where the Confederate states obviously didn't participate in that election. But the northern states who were still on board all held the election. And it turned out the way it turned out. Lincoln was reelected and so on. Republicans uh, uh, swept into Congress and, and whatnot. But, I mean, I don't know how it would work if some states decide to sit it out and other states decide to continue with it. I got my absentee ballot for the primary today in the mail. Oh, good. Oh, good job. So that, that's up and running. I still, uh, I still need to get mine for Maryland. Holy shit. Thank you for reminding me. Um, okay, so with regard to what we uh, started out with, with the fact that Donald Trump is uh, basically deploying the American people out into the world to go and get the virus, some of them dying, Donald mm-hmm. Trump feels like he is, I mean, we don't have specific confirmation of this, but based on what he's been saying to the press and so on, it seems like he's just sick and tired of fucking around with it. He's bored. He's uh, frustrated. He doesn't know how to approach all of this because certainly he's tried almost everything. He tried for a little while. He can't, he can't really bully the virus. It doesn't respond to Twitter bullying. It's, That's it's right. Like, yeah. like me, it doesn't have a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he feels like, uh, irrespective of how he acts, whether he's an a-hole or whether he tries his bastardized version of presidential, no matter what it is, he can't quite figure out how to uh, get any f- sort of foothold on this thing. And the, the problem mm-hmm. is, is that the villainy and all of the obnoxious behavior that we've been seeing on display since whenever, since the 80s, for God's sake, that's the thing that's keeping him from broader support. He doesn't want broader support. He's appealing strictly to 40, 45% of voters, and it probably is a soft number. It's probably fewer than that that's actually really in the diehard category, in the real hardcore red hat category. So, if he can't expand his reach of support beyond those people, of course, no matter what he does, it's going to be completely irrelevant. It's going to fall flat. He's never going to achieve the George W. Bush post 9-11 approval rating. So now what he's trying, because as we all know, Donald Trump is the president of the uh, uh, what does this button do strategy. Uh, let's try pressing this button. Let's try telling the American people that they all need to go out and start their lives again at the various bowling alleys and bars and offices and malls. Yeah, yeah. And because he can't do anything, he figures, well, we'll just deploy people and say that they're soldiers. You're all warriors in my war against the invisible enemy. So go out and get the virus. I think this is actually like, I really, I'm, I'm, Becoming deeply concerned that he's calling people to violence. This is not, I mean, yes. this is coded language that 
not even that thinly coated that he's saying, you know, pick up your AR-15 and go to your governor's state house and mm-hmm. rise up for me. It, it's frightening. It's Yeah, it's possible we, that that's part of the equation. That's part of what he's, in a, in a tacit way, saying to his supporters. You should go out and you should bring your firearms to Gretchen Whitmer's office in mm-hmm. Michigan and intimidate her or... What have you? I mean, the the protests continue on, but the fact remains that people are now starting to listen to him. People are taking their lead from him, which is a remarkable thing to observe. They clearly haven't been paying attention to how completely ineffectual and incompetent this guy is, how malicious Mm -hmm. he is. And Mm -hmm. so we're seeing much more than just the protests. I mean, how many people are we were seeing gigantic groups of people out on the beaches, certainly down in Orange County here. People are just charging out like it's no big deal. Oh, it's over. It's been two weeks. Let's Mm -hmm. get out of here. I mean, it just. Yeah. I mean, May 1st was the deadliest day of the pandemic so far in the United States. Twenty nine hundred Americans died on May 1st alone. And that's the exact same. But around the same number, give or take a few people here and there as uh, the 9-11 casualties. So we're looking at forecasts, Jody, right? About uh, a new 9-11 every day. Every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that's the forecast coming down from the CDC of all places. And yeah, and, and didn't they say that, like, as of right now, I'm looking at the Johns Hopkins website, which is the one that I use. Mm-hmm. It says 73,573 deaths in the United States as of this moment in time. Um, wasn't that supposed to be sometime in August or September, the de- death count? Weren't we supposed to peak at 60,000 and maybe start right. going down oh, right yeah. now? Everything, and, right. Yeah. Um, so when they say it's going to be a couple hundred thousand, which is insane, an insane number of people, I... I hope I'm wrong. I predict a half a million by the end of the year. Oh, wow. God I hope damn. I'm wrong. I really do. But at this rate... Yeah, I think you're wrong. I think it's half. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> you think people, it's going to be double than that? Really, it just does not seem to be, like it's going to be real to people until the, someone is shoving a ventilator tube down their throat. I just yeah. don't understand why people can't just use their imaginations a little bit and understand that... You know, it's like you keep I keep seeing people using the metaphor of a parachute. It's like, you know, social distancing is flattened the curve. So let's run outside is like the parachute seems to have slowed our fall. Let's take it off. Take it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Um, somebody I knew for 30 years passed away three nights ago from this. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's now that's three people I've known that have had it um, to have come out on the other end. Actually, four people because a friend of Chris's. I know him. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, but you know, Len, Len was 72 years old. He had a stroke a couple of years ago, but still it's like, I didn't expect him to die from this. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so utterly tragic. Didn't the guy from uh, slumdog millionaire also die? Yes. I don't know if that was, yeah. And he's 53. Yeah. He was 53. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Another recent mm-hmm. one. Right. That I, terrifies me. I'm, you know, it's just a year older than me. I'm 53. The real problem is, I mean, apart from the primary problem, which is the death toll, all the people who are dying, the the secondary problem to that is, quite frankly, the people who go out and they go to the beach and they do all the shitty, stupid things that Donald Trump Mm -hmm. tells them to do and Brian Kemp and all the rest, and they don't get the virus. And so then they're mm-hmm. on social media. I was at Huntington Beach and I didn't get I'm fine, you know. And give it yet, time. Just give it a little time. Yeah. Yet. Right. I mean, it, LA is is testing 18,000 people a day right now and mm. anybody that lives in the county can get tested whether you're symptomatic or not. It's hard to get it if you're asymptomatic. You have to kind of go on early in the morning and get your appointment. Yeah. Um yeah. because obviously symptomatic people they want to be tested mm-hmm. first. But um, so they're testing 18,000 people. We have about 4 million people in the city and a little bit more than that in the county. So we're doing what South Korea did, testing 18,000 yeah. people a day for the, the, our group. I think San Francisco is also doing it. And the rest of California is slowly going to be testing everybody because we want to yeah. know what's going on. Right. And the White House is testing people daily with the 15-minute turnaround. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how we know his valet got it. Um, so why can't we do that? If you want to reopen the fucking country, you need to have restaurants, grocery stores, everywhere that people are going to gather publicly. The people that work there tested every day, mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. And then customers being tested, wait 15 minutes, okay, you can come in. That's what needs to happen if we want to get back to normal. Yeah, and that's, of course, the sane thing to do. Um, We're talking about testing. We're talking about the availability of a vaccine. And you know Mm -hmm. what? The main thing that needs to happen, as much as those other two things, is we need a new president. I mean, that's really... Because this guy, uh, in the face of 
I mean, again, this was only six days ago, uh, the deadliest day so far. And yet Trump has given up on fighting the pandemic. He's so completely impotent. And I would say almost borderline genocidal. I mean, not in a mm-hmm. an active sense. That's what scares me about the possibility of a vaccine arriving in the fall is he's going to hand it off to one of his like douchebag corporate Cronies, buddies yeah. and it's going to get you know diluted watered down re you yeah. know i just i they're right. going to fuck it up like they've fucked up testing and uh, well what's going to happen is there's going to be a massive surge in the trump states in the pro trump states generally speaking i mean again the, the the tragedy there is not everyone in those states are pro trump i mean there are a lot of democrats in the red states who are like what the fuck mm-hmm. we're trapped here now and uh, those states, my prediction is those states are suddenly going to get all of Trump's attention, all of the resources Trump can pump into those states. He is going to provide suddenly his lackadaisical attitude that he's adopting now in terms of just ah, just I'm bored. You just go out and do it yourselves, people. I'm just sick and tired of this. That's going to change as soon as he starts noticing, oh, some of my people are really good. It's no longer Cuomo's people or as Trump likes to define things that are not supportive of him. Oh, those are Hillary people. We, the, right. The, it's just but, the I Hillary mean, do you think that would have already happened, though, with, I mean, Georgia being such a hotspot, and now we've got an explosion at a poultry plant, which is just right. a, two counties over from me, right? And they use our hospitals. Cause yeah. Only, yeah like, I think I've told you guys about that situation before, that the two hospitals in my county are, supply, are the only hospital for, like, 17 counties. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah. it's a bunch of poultry plant workers in Gainesville, Georgia, which is, like I said, next county over, or two counties over, and it's just exploding, and people are just heading out to do their thing, shopping with no masks, no yeah. gloves. Yeah, uh, there was a story. I'm trying to find it here. There's a story out of Utah where uh, two businesses in Utah told their staff to ignore the quarantine guidelines, and then 68 people were infected with the virus after that. Yeah, that was uh, McKay Coppins' tweet, by the way, speaking of the Death Star story. But, I mean, that's 68 people get it right there. Just doesn't matter. Just go, get to work, get the virus, go home. Why did we do this in the first place? It just seems so... Uh, phenomenally dumb and irresponsible. I mean, again, there aren't enough metaphors. There aren't enough adjectives to describe how fucking crazy this is. I mean, Brian Stelter's tweet just uh, uh, maybe about an hour ago, he said, uh, banner on CNN just now, uh, quote, White House ends daily medical briefings, rejects CDC guidelines, scales back Fauci appearances. I mean, this says it speaks volumes in terms of what's happening now in terms of the federal government's response to uh, to the virus. It's just like we're done, we're done. We're washing our hands of all of this. Uh, we're walking away. I mean, you know, it's like William F. Buckley said that a conservative is a man standing athwart the flow of history, yelling "Stop!" <laughs> and I kind of believe that a conservative is a is a person standing athwart the flow of history with their fingers on their ears, going "La la 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 la." You yeah, know, it's just like mm. it's like if we don't admit it, it's not happening. It's you, it's like Russia. You know, you can't count tests you don't take. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's again, just, uh, what we have to really look at when we're, we're talking. What, what's what's that noise? Oh my goodness! All right, you know what? It's it's shut up. It's the fucking autoplay video on the CNN website. This is all seen through the prism. Again, you have to view this through the prism of re-election. All of these things, the three things that I mentioned that uh, Brian Stelter tweeted out, ending the daily medical briefings, rejecting CDC guidelines, scaling back Fauci appearances. Not only is this giving up, but this is all about re-electing Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't want people talking about the coronavirus anymore because he's sick and tired of it. It's working against him right now. There's nothing he can do about it because he has no fucking clue what to do so one of these things the cdc guidelines i mean they've decided not well you know what we're not going to implement this 17 page draft recommendation for reopening america you know why because it's too prescriptive there are doctors (laughs) scientists at the cdc who are you know doing what doctors and scientists do 
they prescribe solutions to medical related problems but this too prescriptive we can't have to, uh, a document it's like, that's it's like i'm not going to take this ampicillin for my strep because it's too prescriptive that's a- <laughs> exactly right don't you tell me what to do american carnage baby here we come Uh, it just i feel like it's like i said they're not going to believe it until someone in their family is dying yeah and it's all because you know the president has handled this worse than a walking yeast infection would did you guys see there was a video going around uh, uh social media of a guy outside of a Publix grocery store and he was screen he wanted to go into the mm. store without a mask and the obviously uh-huh. the management there was saying no you can't come in without a mask and he starts screaming about how they're violating his constitutional rights saying that <sighs> he, you know, it's, it's all a conspiracy no one's really getting the virus he can walk in he's he's got You're a being con- manipulated Blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. He was saying that, uh, you know, he's allowed to go in without a mask because it's his constitutional right to be able to buy food at a grocery store. And, and the poor employee at the Publix was going, it's private property. It's this is owned mm-hmm. by Publix. If Publix exactly. says no, you don't get to come in. You can go buy your food exactly. someplace else without your stupid fucking mask. Well, they didn't really say that. Go they, consult your William F. Buckley, <laughs> Mr. Private Property. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. So, uh, you know, there's this attitude out there. This is conspiracy theorist uh, attitude. There's a, an attitude that's generated by the inability to trust science and facts. I mean, could it be related to the, the idea that for the last four or five, six years, people like Donald Trump have been going, I don't believe the fake news. Don't listen to them. They're all fake. They're all phonies. They're enemy of the people. And so when the papers of record and the news networks go, yes, you know what? You could possibly die if you go out and do this and you get the virus and you're going to be sick and oh, may, there's a possibility of blood clots and you're not going to, your lungs are going to be damaged permanently and so some cases uh and they're all going no uh, this is all a big lie to undermine trump i mean so this is again one of the many problems here is this uh, red hat fiction slamming up against uh, objective reality and it's c- causing unanticipated consequences and, and one of them being that you know we're all going to be those of us uh, who are normals i mean those of us normals are going to be stuck in our houses continuously as all of the morons go running out prematurely to do all of these things in accordance with Donald Trump's reelection campaign. Meanwhile, the White House... I have this little song I sing to the TV when I see those people. I'm like, hurry up and die, hurry up and die, 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 hurry. You know, there's a little dance that goes with it, too. Yeah, actually. yeah. Did you see Donald Trump at Honeywell at the mask factory? One, not wearing a mask. <sighs> Two, right. wearing goggles for some reason. And three, <laughs> th- three over-the-loudspeakers in the mask factory at Honeywell in Arizona Live and let die. Guns mm-hmm. and roses covering wings, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With Whose idea song. was that? Do we have any hard confirmation? I don't know. I, on, I asked Charlie about that. Is that something they do at the factory anyway? Because it was really weird. It was a weird choice. I think it had to do partly with the fact that Donald Trump held his remarks at uh, the Honeywell factory as if he was doing one of his red hat rallies because he started out with the Lee Greenwood anthem, the God bless the USA piece of shit song. He started out with that and then he finished up with the you can't always get what you want by Rolling Stones. And those are just exactly the songs he uses for his rally. Exactly Uh right. And so he really considered this to be and I'm sure it was his people trying to because as we've heard, Mm -hmm. his staff, his inner circle of people used to send him out to do these rallies so they could actually get some work done and to maybe (laughs) calm him down in some way to allow him to bask in the adulation of his fanboys, uh, I guess was somehow therapeutic for Trump. But he considered this as another rally event. So maybe the Live and Let Die song was part of that playlist coming out of the end of the coming out of the end of the rally you know that and ymca have you ever seen that have you ever seen an auditorium filled with red hats dancing to ymca do they know that it was the biggest gay band ever that yeah (laughs) again do they know do they understand what this song do they understand chaps at all do they understand what chaps mean no yeah i think it's a division of ralph lauren (laughs) (laughs) If they even think that hard. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, it's, I think they really have like full on embraced their death cult status. I mean, I they so really too. are just like, you know, they understand that this man they're following is a skid mark in the devil's boxer briefs yeah. and they love him anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's like they've become, it's, it's dark and it's, yeah. I, mm-hmm. it's a lot of people are going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, a lot of people are going to die and the economy is going to worsen with the reopening yes. and the closing and the opening and the closing and then the rest of us yep. doing what we have been doing, um, risking our own jobs, risking our own livelihoods, you know, continuing to stay home, but doing the right thing. And meanwhile, all of the fucking maniacs are tearing out into the streets, getting the virus, you know, pu- putting more uh, burden onto healthcare workers and all the rest of it, all of the various ramifications of a, of a surge in this. And already Dr. Fauci has said another surge is inevitable. It seems like the next surge is happening right now. And that doesn't even count. And to the next surge, the fall and winter with yes, the, flu the winter surge uh-huh. with the flu surge yeah. is yeah. going to be the uh, it just you know. And I saw somewhere a diagram of the 1918 pandemic pattern from mm. where the, it was this, you know, the outbreak in the spring that hit in in Ohio and Kansas, upper you know uh, Philadelphia, and then there was a a bit of a dip at the end of the summer, and then yep. it came on so hard that by the time the armistice was signed in November, it was just like a bloodbath. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. Uh, it just we're setting up to do that. Like, I mean, the next wave, the third wave, which you know, the winter wave is going to piggyback off of because it's an exponential bug. It doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, each person infected is expected to infect at least two other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the third wave will piggyback off of this next wave that's coming it's just they're setting us up for just a complete tidal wave of destruction across the country <laughs> yeah they really really Please. are yep yep 100 and and you know what at the same time the tara reed and some of these bernie people i am deeply concerned that knowing what we know about what's happening with this pandemic and how the white house is behaving in response to it how trump specifically is behaving in response to it they may end up getting reelected. And you know why? Because all they need is to moneyball one percentage point here or two percentage points there in various precincts in uh, some of those uh, battleground states, and the game is over. Trump gets another term. That should be be horrifying. And I I, I like to think that the blue wave is more powerful than uh, some of these forces that are working against it, and there are quite a few forces working against it. Uh, That is really not going to matter, that the blue wave will just overwhelm all of this shit. But I I'm now seeing on Twitter these tweets coming down about uh, Tara Reid being interviewed by uh, by Megyn yeah. Kelly. Well, she's going to release it in draft. She just does it on YouTube and Instagram. So basically, Tara Reid refused to be interviewed by Chris Wallace mm-hmm. and Don Lemon, but go to Megyn Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Interesting, yeah. These people aren't going to quit until they've screwed up everything. It's just unbelievably disturbing. This is, again, everything that The Simpsons has said about herd mentality, about like Mm -hmm. the torch-wielding townspeople of Springfield in The Simpsons. That is exactly what we're seeing now. We're seeing easily led, easily tricked, easily deceived people, Uh, whether it's the Bernie hotheads who will not give up so it's those people, it's the Red Hats, and they are dragging this country into the goddamn sewers. They are empowering people like Donald Trump, and they don't care. It is this lack God. of common sense. I cannot survive four more years of his None of us can. Face, his face, it's like sculpted phlegm. I can't look <laughs> at him anymore. <laughs> it just hurts my soul. Like, please, yeah. America. I'm totally Will Virginia Wolf it. Yeah. If this shit goes, if he gets reelected, I'm just gonna get a big heavy coat and fill it full of rocks and walk into a nice river somewhere <laughs> oh, God, and don't just do call that. it a day. Don't, well, uh, I, don't do you that. You guys heard who's running the postmaster, like the new person running the post office? Oh yeah, yeah. Is a Trump supporter, so this mm-hmm. is going to be problematic for mail-in ballots. So here's the deal: the clean phone apparently has um, N95 masks. Go get them now. At the clean hold phone. Hold on to them until no- yes, they're selling N95 masks over there now. So go get them. Hold on to them until voting day. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so great that you mentioned that, Jody, because now more than ever we're all thinking See? about our hygiene. <laughs> 
We're washing our hands. We're making sure not to touch our faces. We're sneezing into our arms. We're wearing masks. We're taking all the precautions, those of us who aren't indoctrinated in the Trump cult. But what about your cell phone? It's a gigantic carrier of germs. I know mine probably is. Phones are a vector for disease, and we rarely clean them. We're constantly touching our phones with our hands and even bleh, pressing them to our faces. It's time to take cleaning your phone seriously. The Clean Phone Pro Sanitizer uses medically proven UV light technology to kill 99.99% of all bacteria that comes in contact with your phone. Better than wipes and safe for your device, the Clean Phone Pro gets every inch of your phone clean with nine high-power UVC lights. There's a dedicated wireless charging pad on top of the chamber you can be sanitizing your other items while wirelessly charging your phone or just use the clean phone pro as your go-to charging station any damn time a fully removable top means easier fit for more items and larger items go to thecleanphone.com today do it right now and get one for just 89 dollars and free shipping when you use the code sexy liberal that's all one word if you're serious about hygiene it's time to get serious about cleaning your phone go to thecleanphone.com and keep your phone truly clean remember to use the code sexy liberal for all one word for two-day free shipping, and it'll ship right away. That's thecleanphone.com. Don't forget the the, thecleanphone.com. Thank you. Anybody quarantining with kids? I have friends who are. Oh. With library schools and bookstores closed, Literati has you covered with something truly unique. This subscription book club for kids was founded by two women, two amazing women, to make it easy to find interesting books delivered straight to your doorstep. That's awesome. No more scrolling online trying to find that perfect book for your child or give as a gift. Parents are running out of ideas in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, they are. Literati does all the work for you. Each Literati box contains five books based on a theme with exclusive original art and a personalized note to your child. These are going to Travis's nephews and my ex's newborn. If zero to 12, man, Literati knows at-home deliveries are so important in the weeks ahead to meet your need for attention-grabbing educational materials. Reading books as a family creates a sense of adventure and bonding and with their curated selection, only keep your favorites, send back the rest for free. For a limited time, go to literati.com slash Stephanie. 25% off your first two orders. This is their best offer available anywhere. To get it, you have to go to L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I dot com slash Stephanie. 25% off your first two orders. Literati.com slash Stephanie. Terms and conditions apply. Tell me for the sun up, sun up. Where you wanna go? Oh oh oh. Tell me how you feel now. If you wanna move, slow. Tell me for the times up. Something that is moving slow. Tell me how you feel now. If you wanna move, slow. Taking and breaking it now. I've never wanna run around before now. I've never thought of going down except now. I've never tried to show it now except now. I've never shown out at my party, but I see you over there drinking the mix with party. Everybody smooth, everybody. Fresh. Oh, the bass, the bass on this song. Man, my my headphones are vibrating. Do you feel it? This is I do, but I tell you, this is making me sad about the summer that we're not going to get to have. I know. And, you know, hanging out on the beach. And, I mean, some people will. It's a song you know. called Summer uh, from a project called mm. The Purist by a, uh, a hip-hop recording artist named Pure Flow. And you know what? Pure Flow just turned 17 years old on April 28th, the day this album what? was released. Holy shit. He's a little baby. He is a little baby. Well, he's not, not a little baby anymore, but he's younger than most. Let's put it that way. But it's a great uh, great new hip-hop song. Again, the uh, song is called Summer, and the uh, project is called The Purest. Pure Flow. Watch for that name. BobSeska.com slash music if you want to submit your songs. Thank you for doing that in advance. It's quite a privilege for us to be able to play your music on the show. So thank you. Okay. But you had mentioned, T-Rex, that you want to talk about how the virus itself is kind of like Donald Trump. So let's let's well, hear that. Okay. Let's, let's dive There's into that. There's a thing that. in boxing called gassing. Mm-hmm. Like you, okay, when you go into the ring... Like, you never want to go in angry. Yeah. Like, you want to calm your brain down because if you go in angry, you fight really hard for the first 10 minutes and then you're just spent. Mm-hmm. You know, like all your, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. and, and you're gassing is what the, the second thing is called is when you're out there and you got no energy and you're throwing yeah. like hollow punches and you're mm-hmm. just, you know, and the way that we beat the flu is by gassing the virus. We just keep throwing immune responses at it until it's finally worn out and leaves, you know, and Mm -hmm. the way that COVID-19 kills people 
And we're finding out more and more is that it just keeps coming, like for 30, 40, 60 days with some people. They send people home thinking that they've recovered and they come back five days later with all the symptoms again. And the, the virus is gassing us. You know, yeah. we're like, and I feel like Trump is doing the same fucking thing. Do we know, yeah, I mean, just, do we know any more about the uh, the children who are uh, getting weird illnesses in New York City? Did, have you guys heard that story too? I've heard that they get a, they're getting strokes and then there's this weird thing called COVID toe. Oh yeah, isn't that with the blood clotting? Is there's that- also 25 yeah. children with some kind of random pediatric inflammatory syndrome that different organs are respond. It's God, I mean, I don't mean to anthropomorphize. I'm sorry. That was, that's easy for me to say. Easy um, for you to say. Uh, anthropomorphize the virus too heavily, but it's like it roots through us to find out what it can eat and what it can't. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, the kids are coming in with brain encephalitis, but they're also coming, some of them are coming in with digestive problems or, like, problems in their extremities, like their feet and hands are mm-hmm. covered in rashes. And it's just like they believe it's all somehow connected to COVID 19, but it's manifesting in all these bizarre ways. And until, 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 um, you guys, though, before we go on with this, um, uh, AP is reporting that the Justice Department is dropping criminal case against. Flynn, according to a court filing obtained by the <sighs> AP. What the oh, fuck? Fuck him. God damn it. God damn it. It's the it, it's it's bar, you know, so it's not surprising. He pled guilty. He he fucking pled guilty. Guilty. So he, he should at least be tried for perjury then, because you he, he lied then by pleading guilty. Hurry oh up and die, God. hurry up and die. <laughs> I, I am just I am stunned and I, I shouldn't I shouldn't be stunned. I no. shouldn't I know, be shocked be. by this. But I am one thousand percent shocked. So he's gonna be released at any time. This is not this is not a Trump pardon. This is Bill Barr basically saying we're dropping all the charges. You know? Yeah, the, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Justice Department is dropping Flynn's criminal case. Uh, hold on, I'm opening it up. Oh the move. Uh, it's not really. It's being filed Thursday. After a considered review of all the facts and circumstances of this case, including newly discovered and disclosed information, it had concluded that Flynn's interview by the FBI was untethered to and unjustified by the FBI's counterintelligence investigation into Mr. Flynn, Mm. conducted without any legitimate investigative basis. Are you fucking kidding me? That is fucking nuts. Jesus Christ. What do you think about that, Flynn? You know what? (laughs) This, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. I agree, Flynn, from Breaking Bad. God damn it! God damn it! Hey, so that's it. I've got blood leaking out of my ears. I'll be back. I gotta dab this up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, this what about is, all the lies he told? What about all the meetings with the? Just, this is not a good day for jurisprudence in this country. No, I mean, on top of this, no. we I mean, basically it, live in Libya now. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, I don't know if you guys are aware of this too, but the Supreme Court has unanimously tossed out the Bridgegate conviction. That was weird. It was. You know, I wonder what they because the unanimous is odd to me. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, uh, remember remember these two people? They worked uh, for, uh-huh. for Chris Christie, and they were mm-hmm. basically the conspirators behind this whole thing, Bridget Kelly and Bill Baroni. Fuck them. And they created this gigantic traffic jam on the George Washington Bridge as political payback to a Democratic mayor who declined to support the Republican governor's reelection. How shocking is that, considering that we're all witnessing basically the same thing from the fucking White House right now? Then frankly, you know what? Honestly, if I was Bridget Kelly or Bill Baroni, I would want to be in protective Department of Corrections custody, quite frankly, because the people of New Jersey, especially the people of North Jersey, who may have known people caught in that fucking traffic jam, uh, at the very least, Bridget Kelly and Bill Baroni's houses are going to be thoroughly (laughs) TP'd. I mean, that's... Probably for starters. Yeah, except not, nobody's willing to give up the toilet paper right now. I'm not saying that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. eventually TP your house. Yeah, but I mean. I want you to imagine rolls and rolls of precious toilet paper dangling from the trees. TP for my bunghole. Oh, man. TP for my bunghole. There it is. Yeah. Hey, I sent you that thing about the little girl wondering what's up in your bunghole. Oh, yes, that that's right. In fact, I'm going to be playing. I'm going to be playing that song in the uh, after party tomorrow. We're going to play. Play it with Kimberly Johnson. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can make her laugh with that. Yeah, it is. It is. But I mean, I'm not saying that anyone should do anything to Kelly and Baroni, but I mean, just generally speaking, I'm just observing that the people of New Jersey. 
uh, are notoriously vindictive sometimes yes. when you start screwing around with their traffic patterns and creating these massive traffic jams getting into the goddamn city. And I have been... Uh, when I lived in Pennsylvania, that no one in the world can remember what happened 15 minutes ago. Well, that is true. Yes, you know, that's true. It's just, People, are, oh, it's making me insane. It's just like you know, if they take, I, I just anyway. Go so on. I mean, I'm just, I'm still back on Flynn. Oh my God! So that's it. After pleading guilty, for God's sake. Uh-huh. Well, remember they were bringing up the stuff about how the FBI was like conning him to admit stuff and saying it, it's not like they said you don't need a lawyer and then he he's not a stupid person first no. off yeah so a and b and two excuse me um the fbi and cops can lie to you in an interrogation yeah. there is nothing against the law about that um it, it's unfortunate if you're not smart enough to just shut the fuck up mm. but um he, oh my God, it's like, oh, he, this, this is, no, this is how it works, you fucking, this is one of those cases where the prosecutors, the actual people who are prosecuting Mike Flynn, have to mm-hmm. step to the nearest microphone and tell us mm-hmm. what the fuck yep. is going on in the Department of Corrections. F you. Yes. God damn it. Exactly justice, right. not corrections. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know what? Yeah, this, this is bullshit. This is, is. bullshit. It really, really is. Flynn. When can 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 Attorney General Kamala Harris or Glenn Kirshner get there? I know, I know, and see, this is the thing, and all while we're watching all of this, you know, these goddamn Bernie hotheads are stuck in this Russian fueled disinformation uh-huh. campaign with this useful idiot Tara Reid flooding the zone with all of that nonsense, convincing you know a bunch of Bernie people to either not vote or vote for a third party or to I mean, remarkably vote for Donald Trump, uh-huh. and and that includes Jenk Uger. I, I know, <laughs> didn't you lay into Jenk on Twitter this week, Jody? Yes, I did. I told him he was a horrid, horrid human being. Where's the play? I want exact uh, quotes. Thank you. I love uh, spicy Jody. He no, I didn't. I didn't swear at him. I just said you're an awful human being for wanting people in red states to die. Because yeah. that's basically what he said. Yeah, he was uh, saying that the uh, thanks. The, tell him thanks from me. Right. No shit. If, if, if Fuck early. him. Yeah. Because yeah. like there are plenty of people living in red states. I mean, there yeah. and there were enough people to elect Stacey Abrams governor in Georgia, thank but we just you. you know they cheated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thought, it's just mm-hmm. yep. this whole like dismissive condescending shit from people about being in a red state is part of the reason that people are just like, you know, would rather die than vote for Hillary. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it makes my head hurt. Yes. Yeah, again, I, this all comes down to the inappropriate digestion of information. This is people who spend their days looking for information that confirms their wacky ideas, or they see information that creates wacky ideas, and then they need to find more information that confirms those wacky ideas and Mm -hmm. this is causing a major fucking crisis in the united states a political crisis a healthcare crisis i mean everything that could be a crisis has become a crisis i mean there's a crisis of jurisprudence in this country good god and and there's still this possibility that donald trump is going to be reelected. i mean i just i I, I'm, i'm absolutely baffled by uh, I just I don't understand why do I think Tara Reid was this actress who was in a bunch of Sharknado movies different Tara Reid <laughs> okay <laughs> like asymmetrical boob jobs Sharknado movies what is she got well. to do with She's, she needs mental health wait how did you know about how, how, David how did you know about the asymmetrical boob job and I didn't it was all over the place I had no idea literally oh honey it was everywhere Jody I don't know if you meant to make a pun there but <laughs> it was all, all over, over the place one boob went one way the other one went the other way and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Exactly. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I know. I know. So uh, Trump has told advisors that he believes uh, that he believed wearing a mask the other day would send the wrong message, according to one administration and two campaign officials not authorized to publicly discuss private conversations. The president said doing so would make it seem like he is preoccupied with health. How dare he be preoccupied with things like health? Oh, my God. All right. You know what? I, I got to take a breath. I got to take a quick break, and we'll come back and wrap up the show right after this. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. 
Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska. a project called uh, The Hushed, a song called From Where I Stand, an album called To the Crows. This is uh, featuring vocals by Elizabeth Merlot of The Bitter Elegance. Those of you who have been following the show for a while, and especially the Indie Music Countdown, are familiar with The Bitter Elegance. I love their music. Uh, this song is all, this just album. doing one of my favorite things, where they you com- they combine like really overtly synthetic textures and acoustic instruments. Oh yeah, and you end up with something that sounds so weirdly fresh and mm-hmm. timeless. I love it. Yeah, congratulations to great. producer uh, Jeffrey Wynn Prince, who uh, produced this, who produces uh, the Bitter Elegance too, and oh my god, just so great. Um, all right, yeah, I'm looking at this Flynn story here. Good God. So this guy, uh, uh, who is it? This U.S. Attorney Jim Jensen or Jeff Jensen, uh, was reviewing the case and he recommended the move to Bill Barr last week, formalized the recommendation in, the do- in a document this week, said, through the course of my review of General Flynn's case, I concluded the proper and just course was to dismiss the case. I briefed to Bill Barr on my findings, advised him on these conclusions, and he agreed. Of course he did. And of course, this was this has clearly been tasked from the top. This has been tasked from Donald Trump himself. I mean, it's absolute fucking madness. I mean, the the, the system is breaking down. I, I get the sense that everything's just falling apart in the federal government at this point. Um, I mean, thank God that there are some rational state governors. I mean, here we are. Look, look at us. Uh, I mean, we're in a place now where uh, the idea of states' rights, in particular, not in the horrible confederate sense but states rights in general is what's holding this country together at this point Mm -hmm. because donald trump has completely completely bastardized the federal government and everything is falling apart now i mean they can't obviously the uh response to the coronavirus has been a goddamn mess from a federal government point of view and donald trump isn't anywhere close to being held accountable for that and then the ongoing meddling with the Russia investigation, whether it's Bill Barr's mm-hmm. memo right before the Mueller report came out or a month before the Mueller report was actually released. And then this, uh, and, and we're not, we're still not sure. Everyone still talks about the Southern district of New York, uh, bringing charges against Trump, uh, based on the hush money thing with Michael Cohen and stormy Daniels. I, I, I have no idea what's going on with that. I mean, I got I got the impression that Bill Barr dropped that. The Bill Barr ordered yeah, them to. Yeah, I assume it's been closed down. I'm sure it can be reopened. Um, yeah. Because you know, certain things there's the, whatever the statute is, they can certainly reopen a case. But and it has to. That's be. why it's, we this need. This is a Glenn dystopian Kirsch- nightmare. It is. We're in the wrong. We're in the wrong timeline. Come it's on. That dang hard on collider. I'm telling you. Yeah. The man in the white in the man in the white castle. The man in the high castle, <laughs> or the white castle, um, has the right film footage, and we're in the wrong one. Yeah. Right. 
Oh my god! I'm telling you, it's the super collider. It's the hard on collider. It is. <laughs> the hadron, hard on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm mean, just. I'm looking. Oh, at the this. even that's gonna cheer you up, Bob. Come on. I can at least get usually get a laugh out of you with the hard on. Oh collider. no! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know what? I, I I should do a better job of paying attention to my co-hosts on the show. I was actually I was reading the Flynn story uh, right in the middle of my show. Like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Bob. Oh wait, shit. <laughs> You're so ADD. I'm doing a podcast, <laughs> Bob. Um, more than half of the states that have started to reopen don't meet the criteria recommended nope. by the White House for reopening mm-hmm. businesses and resuming social activities. Trump administration guidelines are non-binding, but they recommend that states have a downward trajectory, and and we're not. I don't know if you guys seen have seen the chart where they take the New York statistics right. out <laughs> and the, the graph for the rest of the country in terms of infection rate keeps going up and up and up and up. There are little dips along the way, but it's mostly in this upward trajectory. Now, I'm sure the virus is going to get, you know, here see the blustering man baby routine and be like, you know what? I'm going to stop infecting people. Yeah. Because Fox News says I don't exist. So, yeah. you know, like why continue? I just, of course it's going to work. What could possibly go wrong, Bob? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, I asked Charlie Pierce point blank yesterday. I said, I mean, are we on the doorstep of idiocracy? And then Charlie reminded me he wrote a book called Idiot America. And that was like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well, he called it because here we are. I mean, we're really literally on the doorstep of, you know, one more move and suddenly Donald Trump's going to want to, you know, inject people with Brondo in order to fight the coronavirus or some stupid shit. Oh, my God. You know, people in my state, two men have been hospitalized for drinking bleach. Or oh, really? Otherwise yeah. Oh, no, of course, Georgia. I mean, it was of course, as soon as it came out of his mouth, I was like, ah, hell, I hate to be working in an emergency room in Cordial, Georgia right now. Yeah, there was some yeah, other unforgivable it, red hat troll on Twitter the other day, some guy who has a radio show somewhere a syndicated show because you know if you're a republican trump supporter conservative whatever you, you automatically you just hand out nationally syndicated radio shows anyone you know and it's always voice. called the blank show like whatever your <laughs> yeah. name is it's like the bob Bla- haskett show the bob blah blah show you know just like or whatever there's no imagination well yeah you too <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. uh but no uh, this guy was saying that uh, pointing out that New York City is uh, using UV lights to sterilize the insides of subways. And he's like, ah, look, Trump was right. Look what they're doing. Like, you know what? Someone doesn't understand the difference between the inside of a subway and the inside of a human body. Obviously. They're just a bunch of fucking. I wonder how many people are rushing out to buy disco lights right now, thinking it's gonna, you know, a black light is gonna, you know, like they really gonna believe that this is gonna sterilize their groceries. Yeah, you don't want to put your hand under one of these lights because it's not pleasant. It's not. Those are not like I don't think those are like commercially available. I'm pretty sure that's like a regulated kind of thing. Yeah, you know. Well, it's radiation. Of course it's regulated. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's absolute fucking madness that they're okay with that. Like, oh, we can somehow take this, like the president said, and shoot this into <laughs> our body somehow. Oh, I got mm-hmm. so mad at somebody on a thread the other day that I was like, please go inject some bleach into an artery and stick a flashlight up your ass. And if you mm-hmm. die, maybe your IQ will improve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, you know, this bit about Flynn, man, has completely thrown me. Uh, I can't get beyond the fact that he pled guilty. He said he was guilty. He pled fucking guilty. Oh, God. Okay, I gotta end. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up the show. But I gotta end with some good news. He's just like, I'm going to my room. I hate you all. I'm, I'm taking my ball. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go listen to Metallica and like, <laughs> you're not my real audience. You're not my mom. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Um, in North Carolina, this is the latest poll from Civics slash Daily Coast. Uh, Joe Biden is leading Donald Trump by three points in North Carolina. So I guess that's, that's positive. Good, but then. not enough. That's yeah. that's still too close for my. Yeah, a lot of months for Brad Parscale and his stupid fucking Death Star yes. to do some damage. As far as the Senate race there, Cunningham is leading Tom Tillis by nine points, 50 to That's 41. good. Uh, for the governorship, Cooper, who's the incumbent Democrat, 53% to Forrest, who's the Republican at 44 So that's okay. I, I guess we'll, we'll take the good news wherever we can get it because... Fuck. Fuck them. Fuck everybody. God damn it. Mm. You know what? This, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Thank you, friend. <laughs>
God, what Flynn said. Um, okay, so the postmortem show is coming up next. We're going to talk about some more things <laughs> on the postmortem show after this music His is Bob done. Bob just sit and glare at us and sulk. I'm just like, Sorry I had to ruin your day, Bob. You know, you know that gift from the Avengers? I'm picturing where... Adam Driver playing Bob right now, and he's just like, <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> I don't want to listen to myself on the radio. I don't want to hear my recorded voice. Yeah. You, you know that gif of the Hulk slamming Loki down in the Avengers yes. movie where he's yeah, just slamming yeah, it left yeah. and right? That's, uh, I'm just in that mode right now. Holy fucking shit. The post-mortem show is coming up next on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Show, or more conveniently, bobseskashow.com. Bookmark it. Tell all your friends to sign up. $5 a month will get you two post-mortem shows every week, where at the end of the Tuesday show, the end of the Thursday show, when this music is done playing, we just keep on talking, and we call it the post-mortem show. It goes on for about uh, 15 minutes, 20 minutes or so, uh, sometimes longer if we have the gift of gab that day. Uh, meanwhile, Jody Hamilton's podcast is at from-the-bunker.com. It is called, obviously, From the Bunker. Right? You can also get it everywhere you get your podcast. Also at sexyliberal.com. And T-Rex David Ferguson has a show, too. It is called The T-Rex Report. That is at patreon.com slash The T-Rex Report. And, of course, make sure to support all of your favorite sexy liberal programs at sexyliberal.com. Don't forget the hashtag sexyliberal. Whenever you're sharing it on uh, social media. Uh, also, Buzz Burbank has a brand new podcast out today. Buzz Burbank News and Comment, the best hour of news that you're here all week. BuzzBurbank.com, also RealmNetwork.com. And Kimberly Johnson has a show, too. It is called Start Me Up. That is found at Patreon.com slash Start Me Up. Lots of great guests this week. I think she talked to Sarah Wood this week. Sarah Wood's back on the show this week. Uh, a lot of fun there. Also, I'm going to be talking to Kimberly Johnson on the after party on our Patreon page, on my Patreon page, tomorrow. And in order to get the after party, you have to sign up for $10 a month. But if you do that, you also get the postmortem shows, too, as an extra, right? That's fun. Okay, postmortem show up next. I'm going to try not to break anything because I'm, <laughs> I'm in a breaky mood. I'm in okay, a very breaky take a mood. Take a deep breath. Audience, take care of yourselves. Stay well. Yes. Be safe. We love you. Thanks for listening. Yes. We'll take care of Bob. He just needs a whiskey and a hot toddy. Okay. Bye, everybody. You know what? This, this is bullshit. This is bullshit.